Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to sign up and make your first sports bet. Use promo code BLEAV50, that's B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. All right, folks, this is uh, Jeremy Evans, your host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast. As always, appreciate you listening in and making us the number one sports law podcast in the world. Today is... Monday, July 25th, 2022. Uh, this is episode 30 of season four. And I believe this is, might even be episode 160 uh, in total. So we're, we're getting up there in the episodes. But uh, again, appreciate listening in. Uh, today we have uh, a really interesting topic uh, talking about streaming and social media and sort of one play in place. So if you recall... A couple of weeks back, we had this discussion about uh, this idea that uh, social media and um, streaming might be competing with each other, because sometimes you'll see a social media platform have some sort of streamed content on there, whether it be a live game or whether it be, um, you know, some sort of content, film, television series, something like that. And uh, it, it somewhat has seen a little bit of a downturn as streaming has become more prevalent and more platforms have been introduced. Uh, but there was sort of this idea that maybe this could continue uh, as Twitter maybe continues to see content being added. You know, obviously the YouTubes and the uh, Snapchat sort of platforms. And YouTube's kind of an interesting platform, right? Because it's not uh, social media in a sense, but you can post videos, you can. Uh, comment on videos. So it does have the social element to it, although it probably wouldn't be classified as social media, but it continues to be a play there. And of course, news came out today that um, Alphabet, the parent company of Google, and of course, YouTube uh, is uh, bidding on NFL ticket. So we'll sort of see how that plays out. And of course, NFL also launched today their new NFL Plus streaming platform uh, in both a lower tier and a higher tier in terms of cost. One, is, one has ads and then the other one does not, I believe. And then of course you get more content on the premium side. But that's what we talked about a few weeks ago. And it was sort of this idea that, you know, that uh, again, streaming and uh, social media might find a place to play together. They might find a place to collaborate um, and, and sort of see how that plays out, right? And I think that uh, one of the interesting things about this is that now we're sort of seeing 
in action what that might look like. And so this new application and service has just been launched. It's called QED. It's Q-E-W-D. And so again, Q-E-W-D. And it's pronounced QED as in you would queue something up in your you know, streaming platform to watch it, you know, in your queue, if you will. So it's really kind of a nifty name. And uh, I think something that uh, should play well in the marketplace, you know, we'll see. I think at the end of the podcast today, we'll kind of go through some options in terms of what, where this could possibly go. But, um, but again, we're sort of seeing an action that as Hollywood looks to, and talent and studios look to create more content, push more content, um, you know, social media, you know, again, is going to be in play, but I think there's some ways for social media and streaming to play together, uh, even beyond just marketing, you know, where you might have a product or a service or a title, and you're going to want to promote that on social media, right? So even beyond that. So again, that's what we talked about a few weeks back. And this week we're talking about Qed, uh, Q-E-W-D, which is this new streaming sort of type of service that allows for, it's essentially streaming social media uh, in one. Uh, and we'll get into what that means. So uh, it, it really sort of has these two very, very important items. The first is social media and streaming access. And then the second is that it's consolidated streaming for searches for content on one platform. So you would literally log into this platform. You'd have it on your, you know, your, your watching device, whatever that might be, your phone, your television, what have you, computer. And then it would have on there sort of consolidated, okay, this is what social media is saying about this title. This is where you can stream it from. It's sort of an all-in-one type play. Now, Qed might not be the first platform to try consolidation, but it's definitely the first to do it with more fanfare than others. And of course, Apple TV and Amazon Fire Stick both have search options, right? If you have Apple TV, you can search on there and titles will pop up, but it's somewhat difficult to tell where those certain titles are. Like it doesn't say this title appears or it's highlighted as this appears on Netflix, this appears on here. You essentially have to click on it and then it'll show you what platform it's in. Um, So again, I think both could stand to win uh, and improve here. And we'll get into what that might mean. And of course, Amazon Fire Stick is even maybe a little bit more limited uh, in that sense, because you're really not searching for other content on other platforms. It's really what Amazon provides, right? Whereas Apple is more um, open source in that way. Probably not the correct term to use in that context, but um, I think you get the picture and that it's sort of, it's more open than an Amazon Fire Stick. And part of this is the fact that there's a paywall and a separation between the platforms. And this is only gonna become more difficult as more content, more titles, and more platforms are created. And we just went over two examples at the beginning of this uh, podcast as to where that could happen, particularly in the sports arena. And of course, that's the biggest gripe amongst entertainment and uh, sort of sports consumers is this idea that where do you find live sports? Where, do, what is it, where is it located? It's somewhat difficult to, to tell. So again, Apple TV and Amazon, probably the most prevalent options. Uh, Disney Plus is definitely a closed platform from my experience. It's not something where you can search other content on there. I think Amazon and Apple probably do the best at this point. And then you could throw Roku in there, uh, YouTube, that sort of thing. Um, I think they'll definitely provide options for that. Um, And so, again, there's also this sort of lack of a listing format where you're saying, here's the title. This is what platform appears on. 
and then maybe even highlighting in red or green, you know, this idea that, you know, that uh, there's a lot less functionality on those existing platforms, which I think Qt is going to try to solve. But that this idea that, you know, something might be highlighted in red, that means you don't have access or your subscription has lapsed. Um, so in some sense, it's almost like Hootsuite. Uh, Hootsuite is a, is a platform that allows you to consolidate your social media posting. So you can post on one and it post on all. Doesn't necessarily work uh, for every platform, particularly if you don't want to post the same content. But that's uh, sort of an idea to what Qt is trying to do. It's essentially it's going to ask for access to um, your different platforms so that it can consolidate what you're looking at, what you're doing. So again, Qt is going to try to solve this sort of consolidation problem, uh, but it also has the benefit of adding social media and crowdsourcing uh, of information about suggested titles, reviews, engagement. Cute, uh, if anything, um, really could potentially be a catalyst for change amongst the existing platforms. So this may indeed push Apple TV and Amazon to offer different things. Um, and it may push other platforms to look more towards consolidation or collaboration, if you will. And then of course, Cute uh, could be the potential for a new special purpose acquisition um, or initial public offering, if it were to go sort of that route, right? Uh, could be a target for that, could be a target for a merger or an acquisition by one of the established streamers or studios uh, or networks. And of course, social media platforms can stand a benefit uh, from this sort of added exposure, uh, especially if reports have come out recently that there's a weakening in the advertising market and uh, the budgets aren't as big as, uh, as they have been in the past. So again, there's a lot, of, a lot to sort of stand and benefit, um, you know, surrounding this. And of course, when you look at Warner Brothers and Discovery, or sorry, Warner Brothers, Discovery and BT and their merger over in the UK that was just approved, which is going to allow um, a plethora of, of sports properties that are going to come into Warner Brothers Discovery as a part of that merger and give them some additional um, content on their platforms as they continue to grow. There is sort of this, again, growing list of entertainment and sports content streaming platforms. Uh, and there's this sort of ever increasing move to streaming. And of course, the power of live sports on linear television is still, is still with us. And it's probably not going to go away uh, until streamers can fully integrate live sports. And, and there's no need for it anymore. But I think in the current iteration, I think live sports are still gonna dominate uh, in terms of uh, linear television and maybe the news as well. Although that's, that's changing in terms of social media and where people get their news. But, you know, Qed sort of enters uh, market during a prime season. I think one of the biggest complaints I hear from people on streaming is that there's too many platforms. And of course you can get, um, you know, uh, sort of tired of being on so many streamers and you're sort of questioning, well, why I'm a part of this one, I'm a part of this one. And of course, this is why some of the cell phone companies have gotten involved and offered uh, free streaming platforms uh, on different services. Uh, so you might be a, you know, um, T-Mobile, you know, you know uh, cell phone uh, network, and then you might say, all right, you get Netflix for free. Or you might be on Sprint and you would get Hulu, or you might be on um, AT&T and you might get, you know, um, HBO and Warner Brothers. Although with that um, uh, splitting up of that uh, merger, uh, you know, we'll see how long that uh, that lasts for. Uh, because remember it was Warner Brothers and AT&T that were combining. 
And then that deal um, is now being uh, split apart. And of course, Warner Brothers and Discovery ended up merging, which probably made more sense from a content uh, distribution uh, standpoint and clearly having effect when you're talking about uh, what BT provides uh, overseas for sports. Now, of course, again, uh, CUTE is in sort of this interesting time because it looks like there's an upcoming economic recession. And of course, during a recession, I just heard a um, Hollywood executive talk about this, uh, this sort of idea of what happens during a recession with regards to content. And what happens is people consume more of it because you're spending less time traveling, less, less, less money traveling, and you're going to spend more money and time at home watching content. And so, um, so instead of doing it, you're dreaming about it, right? Or watching it or watching other people do it. That's usually what happens in a recession, the, you know, that your spending goes down. So, you know, Hollywood and sort of entertainment sports properties will, are going to benefit greatly from this um, as consumers, you know, yearn for more content. They're going to look for it. And again, with more and more platforms, more and more competition, this will continue to grow, to grow. Um, there was actually a great article recently uh, in front office sports talking about how sports properties may indeed be um, uh, the equivalent of gold, meaning that um, sports properties in this day and age are um, highly sought after and um, sort of a new form of gold investment, if you will, because gold always seems to have a, a high value to it. So, you know, again, streaming platforms could benefit from the technology uh, and platform presented by Qt. Uh, to, again, the point where you could see existing players in the space be motivated to change or expand their current search options and social offerings. Uh, you could see a lot more collaboration. Uh, maybe it's a, a Twitter or a Facebook or an Instagram integrated with a certain platform so you can see the comments on it. Although I don't know if platforms necessarily want to do that, particularly if uh, the comments were not great, right? You, you know, it's enough to have you know, negative press, but then to add in the social media aspect might be a little bit too much for the platforms. But this is the beauty in what Qt is providing is that they're providing social media access and searchability um, through crowdsourcing that uh, allows for people to sort of share it. And, uh, you know, again, uh, competition will lead to innovation. Uh, but even more than that, as the old saying would go, necessity is the mother of all invention, or as Plato might say, uh, our need uh, will be with the our need will be the real creator. So uh, meaning that um, you know your sort of needs uh, you know ultimately bring out the creator. And in that sense, it's it's if you have a situation where you're you're worried about searchability, not knowing what platform certain things are on, and instead of going to Google, you can go to Qt and say, all right, where am I at? You know, where am I at in terms of content? Where does this show appear on? It just makes it easier than, you know, Googling and saying, you know, what platform is this on, you know, searching the internet. Of course, integration there is key, right? Because if Qt does not have access, uh, it may be very difficult to uh, find that information if it's particular to you. Uh, obviously, if information is public, that's you know, a little bit easier. But I think the benefit of Qt will be the crowdsourcing of information about titles and about, um, you know, content but also the crowdsourcing as to review of that content and crowdsourcing information as to where content lives. So again, I think um, the consumer need is there, right? That again, consumers are constantly complaining about this. And I think Qt has jumped at this opportunity to fill the gap in existing services. 
we'll see if it lasts. I mean, you know, look, uh, I hope that it does because I think that Cube provides a service that's not currently being um, provided. But I think one of the problems that's going to happen is whether the other platforms are going to, you know, play nice and share information, whether people are willing to uh, give up the information and have multiple logins going into the, you know, to one platform. Um, and sort of how it works, how it's integrated, right? And, and sort of we'll just see how that plays. But I think, again, it's a callback to this point that, you know, ultimately uh, there is collaboration and growth when it comes to social media and streaming. And I think we're starting to see more and more of that where you have the commentary, you have uh, the engagement, right? And that's ultimately what you want with any type of content is you want engagement. You want people to be involved. You want people to... Um, you know, to, to sort of have uh, the access to it, right? So um, again, Qed, we'll sort of see how it, how it, how it plays out, um, but QEWD, check it out. Um, I believe it's already launched or is launching soon. And then of course, we'll see how the NFL Plus network plays out and how um, this sort of BT sport, um, how BT and Warner Brothers Discovery merger will play out um, as we sort of look forward. And of course, Again, we'll look forward to seeing how uh, YouTube fares in its bid for uh, the NFL Sunday ticket. And of course, in my mind, this makes it so much easier to watch content, right? Because if you have the ability to search and to share and to have information about content uh, and to have it consolidated and integrated, I think um, you know, you're gonna be in a really good spot. So, because I think it's easier for a third party to come in and collaborate uh, than it is for, let's say, Disney and Netflix to collaborate. But we'll see how this plays out. Uh, the show has been brought to you by uh, Bet Online. My name is Jeremy Evans. I'm the host of the Believe in Sports Law podcast. As always, thank you for listening in and making us number one sports law podcast in the world. And we look forward to being back with you next week. Thank you so much. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube